My, uh, this is just meant to be on our Hindu in Liverpool. Um, so, her and our hens are having some Skype hen, a Zoom call in the bedroom. So That stripper's going to be putting miles on his van tonight, like. See, I would just, just going yeah. <laughs> to bring the laptop through later on. <laughs> just just make sure you've got the party boy theme behind it, the jackass. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, welcome, Lee, to our episode three. Episode three? That wasn't planned, that. But, um, so, no Sam today. Uh, Sam is busy doing whatever Sam does. <laughs> In a lockdown. Uh, in lockdown, yeah. <laughs> He's uh, he is a little bit preoccupied today. So for this week's episode, because what well, there's no real proper structure to this, we're just kind of talking nonsense. And I think that it's a bit of a freestyle. Yeah, I think what from the feedback I've been getting from listeners that they, they, they quite like that. So um, we're just kind of winging it basically. Because what, what better way? To do anything, just just to wing it. However, um, we've brought Leon specifically this week because we're going to be talking uh, a lot about nostalgia, nostalgic stuff. One of which that Lee is uh, perhaps you might say maybe not an expert in, but uh, an aficionado. Yes, of the old retro, <laughs> the old retro gaming, a retro sommelier. So we will, uh, we will we will dive into some of our. Um, Nostalgia trip in a, in a little while, but we're going to go through a little bit of news that, um, that James has managed to dig up this week. So uh, take it away, James. What is it that you've found in uh, James's news? So <laughs> this this might blow. There's a lot to unpack here, right? So um, it comes from Helsinki, Finland. He called himself Commander online. He was the leader of oh sorry pop up. He was the leader of an international neo-Nazi group linked to plots to attack a Las Vegas synagogue and detonate a car bomb at a major US news network. So that's pretty bad. Right. He was 13 years old. <laughs> what? So yeah, this criminal neo-Nazi mastermind was 13 years old from Estonia. So the boy who led I'm going to butcher this. Froy Krieg Division lived in Estonia and apparently cut ties with the group after authorities in that tiny Baltic state confronted him earlier this year, according to the police and Estonian newspaper report. This is, you can tell that it's, um, Google has translated this, so it sounds a little bit awkward as you read it out. Um, Harry's Puspip, spokesperson for the Estonian International Security Service, told the Associated Press on Thursday that the police agency intervened in early January because of a suspicion of danger and suspended this person's activities in Freukrieg Division. As the case dealt with a child under the age of 14, this person cannot be prosecuted under the criminal law. Instead, other legal methods must be used to eliminate the risk. Cooperation between several authorities, especially parents, it is important to steer a child away from violent extremism, said Pisbib, who didn't <laughs> specify the child's age or elaborate on the case. And it goes on and it goes on and it goes on. But what do you think of that? 13-year-old neo-Nazi criminal mastermind. What well, f- what first strikes you there? Well, for me, 
I don't know about any of you guys, but kids just seem to be getting more into things a lot younger these days. So, like, so, Finding their passion sooner, you mean? Or? Yeah. Well, just like, you know, folks say, like, oh, the kids are getting into, like, you know, they're much more clued up with things these days. Yeah. You know, much quicker than me when we were when we were younger. And maybe yeah. it falls into that category that um, he's... So do you think he's been exposed to stuff sooner? Is that it? Do you think he's watched American History X at, like, age 10? And he's decided that's a career path for him. Or? Well, put it this way: um, there's a there was a kid in um, the shop. He's quite a clever kid, and he's about fourteen years old. And he's reading Mein Kampf at the minute. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Make um, sure he always leaves with a good haircut. Yeah. So. <laughs> and a, a full shave. Then he let him leave anything above his lap. <laughs> Don't want no fluff right in the middle there. Mm-mm. So you know so that's red flag one. Fourteen years old. Has he got any other red flags showing, or is he is he all right? Well, that's nice. He's pretty. He's just he's obviously a very clever boy, and he, he's finding new things to read. That yeah. But it's interesting that that's one of his his go to. I'm sorry. At thirteen. I was buzzing about the new Harry Potter book coming out. Surely, like you know, at thirteen, you're you're not thinking you want to what? I'm going to blow up a synagogue halfway across the world. There's two things that I wanted in 13, right? Was to see tits and for my pubes to grow, right? <laughs> and, you know, anything above that was a bonus, right? But for, at 13, if you're going to be sitting there planning to massacre people, surely the only people you look at that there is the parents. Like, what are they doing with their time? Yeah. I, I just, you have to admire his, like... Uh, has you know ambition so he's not even going local like he's going for like Vegas, Vegas. baby <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas like what, why Why is that his target like I, well do you think right so, so part of the story there was because of his age, because of his age they can't prosecute him so do you think he's actually you know pretty switched on and he's went I'm going to stir shit up in another city in another country Knowing fine well that I'll get off off with a scot free. I think more of the case that he's been radicalised by somebody all across the internet and has said, "Well, he's fourteen, so he won't be prosecuted, and most likely, you know, he'll get a slap in the wrist." Yeah, because to... he, he wasn't just a bit part; he was the leader. He was called commander. That's absolutely it's... beyond mental. How Estonian is that? That's um, that's pretty. So, so, how did you come across that um, news story, Jim? So that one, I just searched uplifting news near me. Uplifting. <laughs> 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 no, that was uh, it. Came from the popular subreddit, not the Onion. So, uh, are you aware of the Onion news network where they do parody news and things like that? So, not the Onion is real news. It's so batshit crazy. You'd think it was the Onion, but it's not. It is real life. Reddit is one of those things I really feel like I'm missing out on because I, I'm not in that sort of hipster circle where people tell me about these things. So I kind of feel like I miss out on quality internet because the majority of good things that you see tend to have come from Reddit. I never use Reddit. Never. I've come across things that have been on Reddit and it makes its way onto more like maybe not access. Maybe accessible network isn't the the right word because I know you know it ends up on. Facebook, and then when you uh, click on it, it takes you to it's or as seen on Reddit, 
And even when you go on the internet now, you know how like sometimes like, you'll go on the internet and it, Google Chrome pops up to say like make us your main source of you know. Yeah. Well, now Reddit does that as well, doesn't it? No. Does yeah. it? It's done it. It's done it a couple of times on my phone anyway. Like you know, just go straight to Reddit. I'm like, why would it do that? Hmm. So I I usually just use a, a Reddit app called Sync on Android, um, and then hit Not the Onion, and then you get some crazy news. I mean, I could sit and scroll through Not the Onion all night. And it's it's melancholy, you know, because you go, wow, that's that's funny, and you go, oh no, wait, that's real. You go, no way, oh god, that's real. But um, yeah, if you've, I mean, Reddit, it's a good one to get into since we're all doing nothing at the moment. Um, you could jump on Reddit, and it is a, do, it's a good time. You do end up on the going down rabbit holes, like it's the same as like we were talking about last week with the conspiracy theories. Like it just takes one one story to pop up that then links you on to something else, and then you know, like three hours later, you know. You're still reading, or you're watching videos, or uh, the sun's starting to peek through the blinds, and you're shouting, "Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams." Yeah, <laughs> 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 no second plane. <laughs> oh, look at that synchronized beer swigs, guys! Uh, right. So, what was it you're saying that you've got, Lee? Like you're saying you don't you don't run around any tips or crews or crowds, but you seem to have ordered beer online. That sounds pretty hipster to me. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to be cooler than I actually am. So I'd got a, I seen a, a, one of my friends on Twitter and he was like, oh, I just got beer, like a whole case of beer delivered. Um, was, that Dave? was that Dave Merida? No, I actually recommended it to him. Um, it was a, a boy that I used to go to school with and he's like, oh, I've got like 20 quids worth of beer for a fiver because I just had to pay the delivery and it's like an online subscription. What's it called? Uh, beer 52. Uh, I've heard of it. I've heard of like getting advertised on Wrestle Talk podcast and um, I'm on it. Yeah, it's, by the way, the, a lot of the beers have been really, really good. It's more sort of traditional beer rather than lager, um, sort of hipster beard love sort of idea. But it, a few of them have been really, really nice. But I think after that, yeah, it's a subscription thing, so it's twenty five quid a month. But if you remember to cancel it before then, then you get it for for your four ninety five delivery. And yeah, it's been pretty decent. I wonder how many of these like companies, like not just like, this beer delivery company, but like Netflix, Disney, software, like that give you that month free. Like, I wonder how many people they actually manage to catch, you know, yeah. and keep after that. Because um, I'm always like, I had to, I signed up to Apple Music there because I'd, I'd heard a song that I shazammed, and it would only let me like be able to listen to that one through Apple Pod, uh, Apple Music. Yeah, get like get the month free on that. So I, like, I'm like, like, fine. So I've signed up to it and set up, make, set a reminder to cancel it because I'm not going to keep Apple Music when I've got um, Spotify. Like, I just wonder how many of these people actually like either forget about it or is it just like, like how much money? Like, do you think it's, it's a big risk? You know, it'd be like me saying, come to Har Barber for I'll give you free haircuts for a month, uh, and yeah. like you know that the quality works enough to keep them. But like, you know, a lot of people take some for free and then they'll bugger off and go to. You know, they'll try something else. Yeah. Uh, I think the only way that I think that it must work is that they'll, they'll speak to the companies that are producing the beer and be like, we'll advertise you for free. Give us, you know, 10 cases. We'll send them out and our free cases. And if they keep them on, we'll give you a percentage. That's the only way that I could I could think that it would work. But uh, my business acumen isn't the best. So, um, that, but again, you know, at four ninety five, they're it's probably costing them nothing because we're paying for the delivery, and then it's up to the providers for them to say, "I will chip enough free tin." 
So, and then how many people forget to cancel, and then that's I've got twenty five quid. Yeah, yeah, easy. Well, I got stung with the uh, what's the Audible, the you know the yeah. audiobooks. I got yeah. stung with that. I went for the the free trial, and then it was going for like two years, and I'd never used it. Um, but if if anyone's done the Audible free trial and they've not cancelled it, if you get in touch with them and say, "Look, I've not used it," they'll look at your account history. They'll refund you the whole lot if you've not used it. Wow, that's a pretty. It was it was prime years ago that I got stung with. Ah, uh, they put the pill one out, don't they? Ah, uh, they're like, oh, you know, try it for two weeks or whatever, and then the next minute, eighty quid got whacked at my account. Yes, because uh, you pay that annually, don't you? That's a yeah. stinger of that. Yeah, I know a lot of people that got stung with that. I'm sure Lucy got stung with that as well. Um, she just looked at her bank one day, and it was like, where's where's that went? Oh, and then like, I mean, they gave it back, yeah, but they, you know, there was a bit of a, it was a bit Fight of a struggle. Yeah. Oh, it's one of the things, eh? It's like this saying the contract, you know, if you forget to, if you don't cancel it, then too bad, yeah. really. Yeah. All goes Sounds back like to that problem. FIFA guy from, goes back to that FIFA guy from last week, doesn't it? Getting his mum on the phone because he had paid for those FIFA points and had not gotten the, the outcome that he, he wanted, really. Yeah. There's a few things like that as well. Do you, do you not remember years ago the there's like a picture of the guy in the paper and he's standing next to his wife and it's like, oh, Virgin, I've said that I've bought like 200 quid's worth of palm. Have you seen it? <laughs> no. I can imagine the look on his face though. Uh, it's, it's a pretty much like a... Uh, <laughs> as you just see a big massive box of Kleenex behind them. But no, like, there's, I think there's a lot of things like that. People just like do it and then go instant regret after it, fuck, try and cancel it. But I suppose it is a risk of that sort of business, isn't it? That's it. 200 quid's worth of porn, though. What what free trial was he subscribing to I, there? I want to know. I don't think it was a free trial. I think he was actually just genuinely buying it. I want oh, to say like he, was, like, he was right into it. Yeah. Um, like I said last week, we were talking about OnlyFans. You, porn's free. Like, what, are you yeah. buying, what are you buying it for? It is and, free, and, yeah. And nobody didn't... I don't know about you guys, eh? But you don't need any more than the the, the, the five minute video, eh? If that, give <laughs> <laughs> me. station ten minute preview when I was sixteen. I was like, oh, I don't know, I there's, there's, there's your first nostalgic trip right there. There you go. There you go. What's it they uh, say? It's about it's about the journey, not the destination. I like the you know you've got to get the right five minute video. It's not you're, you're never going <laughs> to land on the the first video and be like, this is the one for me. Uh, it's that two you hours of search. You want a story? You want a bit of story there? You want a bit of depth in the characters? You know? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like back to that. Do you remember chewing the fat years ago with Ronald Villiers? When he, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, the voice over. pipes. <laughs> I need six, so I didn't do six. <laughs> oh, oh you, you, you're, you're taking your skirt off. What, you, what are you doing there, Hen? It's freezing. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're so big. Oh, crap. Aye, aye. You're big and I, right enough. What was, what was the actress's name that was in Tune the Fat? Because she was Karen deserving Karen. of her own show, and I don't know if she ever had one. Karen yeah, she did. Karen she did Dunbar. her own show. She did, yeah. Karen Dunbar. <laughs> my, my outstanding memory of her is she had like the biggest nostrils in the world. Like, I'm sure in her spare time she could have been a bowling ball. Been <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's from smelling all that shite. That's uh, I smell it shite. For me, for me, for me, our, our best character was the the, the prude teacher. Uh. 
Oh, yes. yes. You with your gypsy <laughs> haircut. <laughs> you can ask such questions when you come to school with your face the same colour as your neck. <laughs> I like the woman mind that she had like her own wee shop. She's like, day Aye. after day, my individual <laughs> foot trifle. <laughs> Get, didn't keep her husband's body in the freezer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> is, that, is that where her character arc went? Yeah, yeah, she was dead lonely, wasn't she? So when her husband died, I think one of the one of the one of the customers went into the you know the ice cream bit, the fridge, and opened up another one. <laughs> and the, the body's lying there. Day after day after day. Oh, tune the fact. See if you watch it back now on Netflix. It was massively underappreciated. Like I think Very it must have been thirteen or fourteen at the time, and I remember watching it like religiously every Saturday or Friday or whenever it was that it was on. And when I watched it back recently, I was like, I'm, I couldn't have got half of these jokes. But I still remember watching it because it was the thing to watch. Yeah. Yep. There was, I remember the same. You didn't quite appreciate the jokes as much. You found them funny, like more than maybe the silly ones. Yeah. But then when you when you, you watch it, now you're like, oh, man, it's it's, it's comedy gold. Like, it's, it's good. Yeah. Same as still game as well. For a, do you know what? For as slapstick as it seems, it, it also cuts very deep into Scottish culture. Do you know what I mean? There's... These want a swatchy or funny. They're both there at the end of the episode. It's pitch black and they're still there like... Ugh. Ice cream running down their hands and that. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, like. I tell you what, when we get to episode 10 or something, we'll maybe try and see if we could get Ford Kiernan and uh, Greg Hempel on. I think we'll be big enough by then. We'll get them on. Aye, I'm sure, you know, with the power of Twitter these days, eh? you know, what's that, 90, 92 lessons in episode one and 37 in episode two? Aye, oh. if, if you're listening, Ford, we know you, <laughs> we know you listen. Please shout. The graph's meant to be going up the way. <laughs> gradually. <laughs> Due to the Gillis effect, guys, it'll oh. probably fucking plummet right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're doing this to keep ourselves entertained, if anything, no. That's it. This is if if you're listening thinking this is for you, <laughs> you're poorly mistaken. This is one hundred percent for us. Yeah. Well Hi Lee, Lee, so what's the David, you kind of alluded that there was a nostalgia link to Lee. What is that link? Well, we were just, we, when Lee comes into the barbershop, um, we like to talk about um, like oh, our old consoles, because I've got the N64 in the shop. Yep. I think you've got the PlayStation 1 in the shop, in your shop. We, we've got PS2 at the moment, and a PS3. PS2, PS3. Well, <sighs> well we put the N64 in the shop mainly for myself and Lyle's benefit, but we've had a couple of the dads come in with their boys saying, oh, I heard you've got the N64 for the back. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any chance we can get it on? I need bother, need bother. And it's funny how quickly they, suddenly it's not as good as they remembered it. <laughs> See, that's nonsense. So that's, that's, well, that's, that's, that's what, that's the, uh, that's the reaction that we've had. But I think we're just now maybe people are just spoiled by the, 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 the quality of maybe the, the graphics that they're used to now and maybe they don't they kind of that's where Lee, Lee's going to step in here and say that that's it's not about the graphics it's about oh, yeah, it's, it's gameplay it's gameplay it over graphics any day definitely yep. 100% like you know if you think about any like one of the questions that I've got written down here was 
you know, if you had to play one games console for the rest of your life, what would it be, right? Now, I've got an Xbox One, but I would, I would pick the N64 every single time. I don't actually think that there's a, a better console that's had a variety of good games in any generation. Oh, it's a big Tell call. me I'm wrong. It's a big call. I, I, I mean, I'd like you to, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you, um, but I'd, I'd like to justify you, my point. <laughs> I'd like you to justify your point for the listeners that probably might be listening and going, well, you know, maybe three of them that are listening. <laughs> well, if it was me, right, if I had to play five games from the N64 forever, yep. Legend of Zelda Ocarina Time. Of course. Best, yep. best game ever, right? Yep. You've got Mario Kart. Yep. Mario 64? Yep. GoldenEye? Yep. Banjo-Kazooie? See, I'm with you. Banjo-Kazooie, I never got behind. <gasps> it's one game, that, it's one game that I don't have for the N64. All the games that you've mentioned that I've got for the N64 in the shop, I haven't got... No, in fact, I do have Banjo. I've just never played it. Banjo-Kazooie? Have you seen the, the, the speedrunners? You get these yeah. speedrunners that they complete Mario 64 in like 15 minutes and stuff. Yeah, it's, there's, there's a I'd lot of them. I spent like, 50 minutes farting about just like playing on the grass in that game. Yeah, and just, just running about in circles. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. That's that's one of their techniques. They just uh, they hop backwards and do backflips to get around the place quicker. That's mental, but I, I don't get. I don't understand the concept of a speed run. Like, well done, you've you've got to the end. But a lot of the times they're they're, they're skipping out, even beating the boss. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just like, well, why? Yeah, <laughs> to me, that's 15 minutes wasted. You know if, I mean? you jump, if you jump on this wall at this right angle and mash all the buttons and you, you just get the end credits, haha, ha, I win. Uh, it's... Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on like, in gaming now that I don't understand. Like, where's the where's the fun? Because it's like, like I want to keep it to nostalgia, but like right now, obviously, but a lot of us are playing Call of Duty Warzone. I yeah. keep seeing a lot of videos of people hacking Warzone and it's like, one of the videos was, this is what, you, this is what hackers see and it's like, everybody's Gamer tag popping up tells you exactly where that locks on them perfectly. Like yeah. that, surely that novelty wears off fairly quickly. When you know you're not really doing anything. All right, I was I was on Call of Duty Warzone for about five minutes last night. I was in two games. I got killed. I reckon first because I was waiting in the gulag for folk. I was hanging about in the gulag waiting for someone to <laughs> to fight, and then I thought, "Fuck this! I'm going to bed." Oh, no, man, honestly, I, I cannot stop playing Warzone just now. I know that we're talking retro, but I think I've had four wins now. Love uh, you. Yeah, four can, wins. Can I get, yeah. Cannot get a win. Cannot get a win. I, the best of me, I, I play a lot with Greg, Greg Brown, uh, and occasionally we'll have like, um, a couple of other guys on with us, but like the best that we've managed is second. Cannot, cannot get first. <laughs> the best well, I've well, done is uh, 24th, and that was much like David just hiding... And scurrying about collecting cash, I didn't. I didn't do anything that game. What we need to do is have a, a barber chairs confession gamer tag at the start of our um, handles, and then just go in balls deep, see how far we could get, and then update the listeners on the progress. I'm up for that. I'll show you where to go. Yes, we we need to do it. Anyway, let's go back to let's go back. Yeah, to back to the nostalgia. Back to the consoles. Yeah. So, so leave right. your sin N64 without a doubt. Yeah. Hands down. I mean, that was just five games that I named off the top of my head. Yep. That, that's without even exploring anymore. But to go back yeah. to the original point, you need to play Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie was criminally underrated when it came out. So much good gameplay on it. The humour in it was brilliant. 
you know, definitely if you've not played it, you can actually pick it up on Xbox now on Rare Replay. Mm. So, um, and I'm pretty sure that you can get Rare Replay for free with Game Pass. That's 100% oh, really? player. Yeah, you do, you do. It's good that you get rear replay for free now, because that guy, mind the the news article, he he spent two hundred pounds on that a wee while ago, and his wife went mental. What? Did, David, did you get that? Did you oh, get? Oh yeah, it went right over my head. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one half a beer has gone right to my head. The um, um, the one game that that I I remember because I never had the N sixty four. It was my mate that had the N sixty four, so we only got to play it when we were going to his. And it was always multiplayer. Never did the stories when I had the, when when I played N64. Either obviously Mario Kart, WWF Wrestles, uh, uh, War Warzone. Um, Warzone was brilliant. Golden Eye, and the other one which you haven't mentioned is Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Now, yeah, great game. Now I've got I've got a shot of that. One of the clients gave us a shot of it, and I'd never played the story mode of it. But uh, I've not had a chance to get into it. Um, it's extremely. It seems. I mean, obviously the humour in it. It's. Is it the same guy that makes banjo, isn't it? Ah, yes. Yeah, from Rare, um, Rare Games that make it. They made uh, Diddy Kong Racing and that as well. Um, Congress Bad Fur Day was good, but I remember my dad had it, and I wasn't allowed to play it until I got a wee bit older. So there was obviously some pretty heavy stuff in it, like. Um, but Conquer was brilliant I remember I, I can't remember if you posted it up but I was like do not keep that on display in your shop because it goes for an absolute fortune now um, a box, £90 per box about £195 with a box yeah. what? crazy honestly it's not even the most crazy. expensive game you can buy it's not even the most expensive game the, the most expensive one's that snowboarding one I can't remember what it is 1080 eh? is it 1080 then? No, 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 you get that for like a fiver, man. It's, it's one that's like something kids, they're like the little cartoon kids on snowboards. I can't remember, Snow I can't remember, can't remember what it's called now. Um, I'm sure it'll come to me at some point. Uh, but yeah, apparently that's the most expensive game to buy on N64. Wow. But even there the Pokemon games were great games. on N64. Sorry? Even the Pokemon games were great on N64. Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium. Stadium, Pokemon yep. Snap. Pokemon Snap was for a fortune now as well. Does it? I remember that being the most boring game ever. Like you're just going around, what taking photos of Pokemon? Yeah, pretty much. That was it. And it was like a track, wasn't it? It was like you didn't have any freedom. It was no. just you were on like a a set track on a train or something. And it was like, oh, yeah, look over there, there's a diglet. <laughs> yeah, but they were good games when you were younger, like definitely. And did, did you ever play Diddy Kong Racing? I never played that. No, no, I never played Diddy Kong. It was always Mario Kart. Only, it, was only, it was only a racing game that I played on that. Mm-hmm. The difference between Mario Kart and Diddy Kong Racing was like a story in Diddy Kong Racing. So you had to go and you had to collect balloons and you had to win your races and then you raced a boss and then you got a piece of an amulet and then once you got the amulet you got to uh, race the big boss which was Whizpig and then you had to go back and do the entire game again in reverse. So they flipped the map, you had to go in and win it all again in reverse and then had to go and face them again. It was brilliant. It was so, so good. Oh, wow. Definitely one worth playing. But I'll, I'll, I'll say to you then, David, if it wasn't going to be an N64, what would be for you? If it wasn't going to be an N64, mm-hmm. this, is going to be, this might be controversial here, but I was I, I was one of the few that really liked the GameCube. GameCube is great. I'll give you that. I always found I was, I was sticking up for the GameCube. 
um, because obviously that, at that time when it came out, you had the GameCube, you had the Xbox, original Xbox, and then you had the, the, play, the PS2. And because Nintendo are so, we'll say snobby when it comes to like their, what they would pick to have, like obviously they have the Nintendo exclusives, but they would they'd have certain games like. Uh, what was it, Medal of Honor and a couple, you know, the ones that were on the other, on the other consoles. Uh, the so there's a lot of games yeah. that come out that you'd want to play, but it would only be on the GameCube. And you'd be at school and folk would be like, oh, did you get, you got that game? And you're like, no, I'm, it's not on the GameCube. And people would just slaughter you for having it. What you got the GameCube for? Get the PS2, get the Xbox. And I was like, no. I mean, I got the GameCube as a Christmas present, you know, so like, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to complain about that, especially when, the consoles are so expensive. Obviously, they're still expensive now, but like obviously back then when they, when they first came out, they were obviously extortionate. You're only going to stick your nose up at a GameCube and you're opening up. You never asked for one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think but, it depends because like my, my love of gaming came from my dad, and you know my early memories was we had the NES, so the Nintendo NES, then the SNES, then then 64, and then we had a GameCube. Because what would happen is, is my dad would get a game. Sorry, I would rephrase that. I'll get a game for Christmas, but my dad will play it to make sure that it was working. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, and so we we all sort of shared games consoles, but we were a Nintendo family, so that's probably where it comes from. But the, again, the GameCube had brilliant games. You know what I mean? Wind Waker, Zelda, another one. Sorry, a bit of Zelda buff. You had um, Mario Kart Double Dash was brilliant. Was Super Mario Sunshine. You know, there was, there was brilliant, brilliant games in the GameCube as well. I really like Luigi's Mansion. I thought that was a yeah. that was good, that was a good game as well, Luigi's Mansion. But then of course you got you got you got your your cross. I know, and uh, when you when you really get into, but when I've played it again, it's the same again. You play Luigi's Mansion, it's like ah, there's you're not actually doing that much, and it becomes quite repetitive. But see, Zelda uh, Luigi's just like Alde Mario, isn't it? <laughs> if, if it was if it was going to be a good game, then it'd be Mario that was in it. I couldn't right. get into Luigi's Mansion. I wanted to, but I just couldn't. It was not like, a title, not a title I've ever played. It was the first played, game like. that came out for the GameCube, wasn't it? It was the very first game that they brought out. It was, which is interesting that the first game they brought out for GameCube was a Luigi's Mansion game, and I'm sure Mario Sunshine was the other one. Yeah. But, Mario Sunshine was brilliant. That was a really good game. I'd love to play through that again. And, but, uh, GameCube's a shout, like. Yeah, I like, I like the GameCube. And I'm sure we'll see on the... The Nintendo Switch they'll bring out next N64 emulator on it, and then I'm sure we'll maybe see GameCube. Well, it's apparently, I think I read somewhere the other day that it's Mario's 35th anniversary, so they're remastering all the Mario games to put them on the Switch. So, like, Mario 64 is going to get a HD remaster and stuff, and they're going to release them this year. And you know, you're, pay, you're going to pay the years for it. Oh, 100%. Which is just, that's the one thing. My one issue with Nintendo is the value of their games. Don't uh, it says a lot for them, but they don't depreciate. You like when did Breath of the Wild come come out for the Switch? Just the day it launched. The day it launched, launched three years ago. You're still paying fifty pound for it. No. Yeah, that's not dropped at all. No, it's not dropped once. Wow. Any any Nintendo get like Mario, even like if you want to go buy Mario Sunshine now, Leo, for Nintendo GameCube secondhand, you're still paying about twenty five quid. Wow! But it's because that they've quite kind of got the monopoly, don't they? Because it doesn't go to any other console, so it won't depreciate. Because the only play, place you can play them is on a Nintendo console, yeah. so they're no daft, like. And that's why they've never released Zelda or Mario on other platforms because they know that it forces people to buy the Nintendo consoles. <laughs> 
Same with the Pokemon games as well. So they're not daft. Yeah. So obviously, moving on with the nostalgia trip, you've brought up Pokemon. That was obviously that was the for well for us, you know, ninety born in nineteen ninety in that year around about that time. Yeah. You know, we've all kind of grew up with with Pokemon. There's never been anything like it. What's your thoughts on all these? Obviously, kids today that buy the Pokemon games now, like, do they think are they are they being spoilt or do, do you, I, I think there's maybe too much of it now? All these different. I, I don't. Um, I don't have any. So are you saying like Gen One's gospel? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you because last time I checked, there was a Pokemon that was like high, half ice cream, half trash can. Yeah. yeah, they just they've just they're, they're ran out of ideas. Yeah, yeah it's like there's a big old bowl of cocaine in the Game Freak headquarters, and they're just firing into it, and they're just making <laughs> shit up as they go. Not saying like Pikachu is obviously made up, but in maybe is it our nostalgia fogged brains that we go Pikachu's you know the one, um, this ice cream trash can man, he's got no business being on my my game. I just yeah, I, I that was the new the newest Pokemon game that came out for the Switch recently. Like I don't, I just won't go near it. Eh? And everybody, like Lyle, the shop, he's got it. He he raved about it. He's played it to it's ready. It's burnt out almost. Like he's played it so much and he really enjoyed it. But like, I just the, the thought of these characters, I don't remember. I, I never grew up on them. I like, think it's eh? because you don't know which one's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, see, the original 150 could, like, right, Bosch, got Charizard, Bosch, got, got Blastoise, you know, like, you know what you're going for, but as it got to the new gen, and I had no idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was just a bit like, oh, I've caught this, and then you, you work up to level 50, and you're like, this thing is absolutely garbage. It's still so, pitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, why is it getting killed by, you know, a Weedle? Like, what the hell is going on here? So I think that Aye, in it, the, the first 151 if we're going to throw Mew in there at the end anything after that should just be kibosh they should just stop yep. but have you, se- have you seen the remake of the original movie on Netflix yes, how I good wa- was it I watched it with Ava because I didn't realise it was a remake until obviously about, about 10 minutes into the film and I'm going this is just a remake of the one that I watched when I was 10 but they've obviously CGI'd it and made it, you know, slightly updated it. Um, was it terms... properly reworked, like yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the one? But do you remember the one that came out like nine, nine, was it or two thousand? Where yeah. Ash dies at the end. Yeah, he gets like made. Yeah. And, and then they all cry and bring him back to life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah still scarred. Still scarred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's got to be just behind Mufasa. Eh? Like just behind Mufasa, and, and that's a big shout. But I remember being devastated at that. Like. Pikachu yeah. just climbing on top of him, trying to electrocute him and that, and you're like, oh, man. <gasps> giving all the, giving just all the... Wake up, just wake up, Ash. Just, just <laughs> wake up, man. Pikachu, yeah. leave it, man. He's gone. He's gone. Leave him. You're cooking him. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, if you've not watched the remake, but you've got to do it. It was, it was surprisingly good. And do you want to know what? I think that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to, my daughter getting up, at, like, growing up a wee bit more, because she's only just coming up to three, is that I could impose and force all the things that I like on her so that I could relive them all again. So yeah, things I- like the power of it. Things like the Power Rangers, the originals, things like Pokemon. You know, you could just be like, this is what I used to watch when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You will like it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't see it, don't, you're sleeping in the shed. Power <laughs> Rangers was my childhood. Power Rangers? Oh, man, I love yeah, Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. It'd be like, it'd be, me me and my brother, I've got a younger brother, it would end up being like, we'd watch Power Rangers, have a scrap, and then mum be like, that's it, no Power Rangers for two weeks. And you're like, 
what am I meant to do? What am I meant to do now? So then you'd watch wrestling, you get wrestling banned for a couple of weeks. It was just all this violence as a kid. You always got everything banned. But yeah, Power Rangers, the original one, was weird because looking back now, because um, it was the, the Japanese version, wasn't there? And then the Americans yeah. kind of spliced in their own footage and you can totally tell now. But as a kid, you, you were none the wiser. I would need to, I'm going to have to look that back because I've never noticed. Oh, have a look back. Was Kimberly, though. Oh, oh Kimberly, yeah, she'd get oh. it. She was at absolute peak when you were a kid. I think that it would probably be between Kimberly and um, what's her name for Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, oh, what was her name? Uh, Brunette. Yeah. Aye. It wasn't Jessie, was the No, her name in real life is Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I still remember yeah. that. But what was her name in the original? Somebody Google it. Somebody's going to be screaming. I'm on, I'm on the Googles. I'm on the Googles. Screaming the name at us right now. I can picture her. Yeah. That's the worst part about it. Uh, well, I was just while you're looking oh, up. Kelly, Kelly Kapowski. Kelly yeah, Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski. Kelly <laughs> fucking Kapowski, lads. She was dynamite. So I was probably between they two for peak. Have seen the remake? They've done a, they're, they're doing a, they're doing a new Save by the Bell. Have seen that? Ah, she's no, in it, no uh, interested. Uh, like, like Save by the Bell, grown up, or just a new Save by the Bell? New Save by the Bell, but they've got the guy that plays Slater as he's going to be a PE coach, and <laughs> Zach is apparently the governor of California. How that's happened? He ne- no, he he was a wee arsehole. He needs to be the janitor. I'll not have Screech in it because he's a raging weirdo. Yeah. I remember watching his porn though and being scarred for life. That was it. He was in porn. That was it. That's what it was. Screech well, said sure the bell. Sure. He was in. He was in. Did not kill somebody or he shot somebody or attempted murder or something. He would done something. I'll have a little look. Dustin, well, guess what his name was. Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond, man. What yeah, a porn. That's, that's a porn star name. Definitely a porn star name. What am I doing? Doing Saved by the Bell. With a name like Dustin Diamond, I'm gonna get my nobu. That's get it up, you Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, in 2006, Diamond directed and released his own sex tape, Screeched, <laughs> Screeched, <laughs> Saved by the Smell. It's called. <laughs> nice. This is horrible. Um, however, Diamond stated in an interview on Where Are They Now on the Oprah Winfrey Network that he was not actually in the sex tape. <gasps> rather, a stunt double had uh, had his likeness added onto it. Wow. So he was deep faking before deep fakes were a thing. Well, I can't take all those wanks back now, lads. <laughs> now, there's a, there's, a, there's a section here on his Wikipedia called Behind the Bell. And I think that should have been the title of a sex tape. <laughs> so in, oh. two th- <laughs> in 2009, Diamond published an inside story of how the cast and crew, from his point of view, titled Behind the Bell. The book paints an unflattering portrait of many of Diamond's colleagues and their alleged sordid backstage behaviour. So he was still in 2009 trying like coin in on the sex. Some of these claims have been uh, re- repudiated repudiated by Diamond's colleagues and questioned by critics. Diamond also alleges in the book that he had sex with 2,000 women, one of them NBC's vice president of children's programming, Linda Mancuso, who was 18 years his senior. Diamond's former co-stars... I feel like we've just landed on something really deep and dark here. Um, Diamond's former co-stars were highly critical of the book, and Mark Paul Gusselar? Um, Anyone? Oh, Zach Morris. That was Zach, Mark Paul Gusselar, we'll just call him Zach, 
uh, stated that his own experience of the show were positive and didn't see where the book's negative claims actually occurred on set. That's, that's, uh, that's did your reading. Did any has ever watched Showgirls that had Jesse in it? No. Where no. she played a stripper? I'm gonna. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, the, the narrative of the story, um, beautiful. Um, it's an awful, awful film. But I remember stumbling across it. Um, remember when you used to get the, the TV link that used to go from your skybox into a different room? It was like a wee mouse that sat on top of your screen. I remember that, yes. Yeah, I remember we got one of them and it was like that Kevin Bridges sketch of waiting for your mum and dad to go to bed so you could change the channel. And I remember that came on Channel 4 and I was like, that looks like Jesse from Save the Bell, what it's out. That is Jesse from Save the Bell. <laughs> 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 if, if only it was Kelly, guys, if only it was Kelly. I know. But yeah, de- definitely. Um, so that sort of programming was definitely peak. I can't think of anything else that I would probably rewatch from that age. Right, so Ava's 10 and she's been watching on Netflix non-stop. Uh, now, it's an old show now because uh, it's, it's, it's early Ariana Grande, but like, um, like remember iCarly and the, the, like, remember that shows that had come on after Drake and Josh had finished? Yes. Carly got her own show. Now, obviously this was, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't watching this now because it was, was, you know, past that Nickelodeon stage, but the, disclaimer, um, disclaimer, I've got a, a younger sister. Um, she's much younger, so I have seen all these things. Yeah, well, I've seen them, obviously, but they were... Not for now. any other reason. But she's watching <laughs> that. She's watching that nauseam, the iCarly, and the, the Salmon Cat, which is the one that Ariana Grande kind of comes on to after she'd been on another show called Victorious. And Ava watches it non-stop. Like, as soon as the season's finished, she just starts it all over again. And I said, do you know what? Do you never try anything new? You never try anything? I was like, why don't you... And then... She's like, no, I like this. And I'm like, this is just a poor man's Keenan and Kel. Oh, Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. But just... I put the screw in the tuna. Classic. Absolute classic. Do you remember the episode where, uh, was it, who's the dumb one? It was Kel, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Kel, Kel had to eat a bicycle. That's right, yeah. Do you remember that? He had to eat a whole bike and he just does it. Such a mental show. You know, like, obviously there's Disney Plus come out. and You've got all your old Disney shows like That's So Raven and, you know, all the kind of shows. I meant, like, Gargoyles. Please tell me you've watched Gargoyles when it was on the telly. Gargoyles, I, I was aware of it, but I never watched it because it had, like, a 10-minute intro. What a show, man. Yeah, I remember the intro being like, do, 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 do. Oh, oh, epic, going to tell you everything that happens in the major plot points in the intro every single time. And I was like, I'm not watching that. Oh, man. Recess what? was my Disney show. I loved Recess. Recess was meant. Recess was a good show. Now, somebody, who, somebody that played a character in Recess has recently died, I read. Oh. Yeah, somebody voiced oh, the character. It was the big Mikey, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Now, Recess was good. I'm just trying to think of old-school Nickelodeon TV shows. That's that, where we're uh, heading next. What's this? We'll have a Nickelodeon streaming server coming this week, coming soon, but Sabrina the Teenage Witch and Sister oh, Sabrina. I see I've watched that. Well, there's a new Sabrina out, isn't there? Yeah, it's a bit... I think it's a good sort of more sort of teenage... I never watched it. You know, do you not remember... I've not, not, I've, I watched the old one. I've not seen oh, the new one. Yeah. Um, I, was a, I was a Salem fan. Salem... 
like I relate with Salem so much these days. You know, if you watch it back, I am Salem. Just tired of everyone's shit. Just sitting there on the banister <laughs> waiting for the day to end. <laughs> <laughs> My, like one of my memories of Saved by the Bell is when it was remember they used to go to the witches council and they were trying to vote to change the name from Friday to Frigya. And it's like, <laughs> did you not hear the motion passed? Thank God it's Frigya. <laughs> <laughs> David, you're giving me a side eye here, mate, but I'd definitely watch it. A good episode. But going back to what you're saying about obviously you you can't wait till the wee one gets older so you can start watching shows with her. Like I remember the day that Ava was like, watch Pokemon. And I, and I did, I, I was like, right, history lesson, here we go. Sit down, Indigo child. Indigo League, season one, let's get it on, like, let's watch <laughs> the show. And uh, I, she she enjoyed that, like, but, you know, then obviously the other, like, I know, we're going, I know I'm repeating what we were talking about earlier, but, like, it, then obviously once that finished, she found the other ones, and I just was like, nah, no chance, no watching that shit. A lot of these shows are the same. I'm not going to, I don't want to continue to talk about it too much longer, but, like, you know, that Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, they were all... All that shit. It's all the same. Oh, there's. Do you know what? There's a good link to everything, right? So the nostalgia thing. Uh, Digimon had the best game on PlayStation One. Yes, that was good. Actually, like the, the game, it was so deep. Like the the amount of gameplay hours. That's got to be like a hundred plus actual gameplay hours on that game. It's brilliant. I'm gonna try figure out a way to get that on the PS4 somehow, or maybe just get a PS. Well, I've got the PS2. I could maybe because PS2 is backwards compatible, isn't it? I'll see if yeah. I could get a wee eBay. Or if, or if you've got a computer, then just download an emulator. If you're into that sort of thing, not that I would ever do anything like that. But I, uh, <laughs> do you know what I would? But like, I I would need to play it with the controller. I would. Ah, need you could to, buy a USB then a USB PlayStation pad easily enough. Oh mate, you've changed. You've changed my uh, my. Isolation. This is yeah. this is changed. Like. Amazon Prime. Thank God I didn't cancel that now. <laughs> <laughs> delivery tomorrow. Is that yeah, like, you still getting you still getting next delivery with? I am. What's well, going on? Oh yeah, I get I get same day. I ordered a I ordered a HDMI cable and some like I, I'm I really like apologise this guy because I imagine like you know you click buy. And then just this like hellish thing happens where they're like chucking stuff around like this this needs to go today, and then it ended up in my door like six hours later. I'm like I don't need this. It was just I wanted it. I didn't need it. I was I was happy to wait until this all went back to normal. But nah, this guy came running to the door like there's your HDMI cable. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Bye. No, this isn't going to be this isn't nostalgic at all. Um, But before this all really kicked off with the whole lockdown. James, you kind of went slightly viral with your Barberside um, drinking uh, video. Oh, yeah, it kind of went places. Uh, Did you get any backlash off of that by any chance? Do you know what? Not to my face. I know 100% I know what the world is like. And 100% that got sent into, you know, group chats and stuff. Like, oh, look at this cock. But uh, no, not to my face. No one came up to me and went, you're an asshole. (laughs) <laughs> you're an asshole for doing that no one did that but nah it was it was an idea that I had for a while um, and then I'd seen um, the pissed off barber was looking for someone to do um, a video so I just went yeah I'll do it and then that ended up being the video that I sent him what was in the bottle? Uh, 99 pence Powerade rip off 
you know, like corner shop Powerade, Happy Shopper Powerade. Uh, that's nice. that's what was in that ninety nine pence, um, and I've still not felt right since. I think there was a little bit of barbicide, a residual barbicide in the bottle. I think I've drank it, and I've I've not really had an emotion since the start of January when I did that. Is that January you did that? I think so. Yeah, January. Well, do you know what? I tell you what. I've I've been following this coronavirus stuff since like December, um, so the idea was in my head from December. But I think it was just a bit of a perfect storm of getting the video out at the right time while everyone was like, oh, yeah, this coronavirus stuff. We should probably start washing my hands. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, like, what a mass pandemic, uh, like, what people are doing now, you know, just because the world's ending. What, you didn't wash your hands before. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, there's lots of things. I, I can't think of the top of my head right now, but there's, there's lots of things people have said to me or have read online, and I'm like, what? You, it took a mass pandemic for you to start thinking like that. Yeah, do, do you know what gets me? The amount of people that are baking. Like, you know, the, there was the mass people buying pasta and toilet roll and stuff like that. You could not get a bag of flour. No, no. And my Mrs. Heather, she bakes on the regular, and mm. trying to get a bag of flour for Heather, it's like... a I find it easier getting Class A drugs, I reckon. Well, yeah. what you could do is just swap one bag for the other and see what it tastes. <laughs> <laughs> big red paperclip. Do you remember that? The guy that had the big red paperclip ended up owning a mansion or something because he'd, like, traded up. That was a, a YouTube sensation for years ago, was it not? Yeah. But, but aye, the, the, the world pre and post virus they were very different worlds there was uh, there was an article that I read that there was some sort of like futurologist was saying we'll never shake hands again fuck off man. I'm like you can't be telling me everyone's going to be given the old elbow and the was it the the little foot tap and all that kind of stuff well, I'm not going to get that I'm, I'm, I'm going to shake your hand like uh, I, I don't know a football signing I'm, I'm going to grab that and I'm going to squeeze that for the photo opportunity every single time. Have you guys had any backlash for not being open from people? Have, have you, James? Have you? Oh, had yeah, from, from absolute idiots that do not understand it, yeah. If I could cut your hair, the shop would be open, mate. Eh? Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's nail on the head, David. If I was up for cutting your hair, I'd be in the shop with the lights on. Yeah, that's oh, it. Dude, that's one thing I did have. Uh, I was in the shop last week uh, doing one of my haircut videos mm-hmm. and there was people like th- where the shop's situated you just folk just gawk in you know they'll be like they'll just look right <laughs> at you the whole time they're walking by the shop yeah oh my god he's in he's open i can't believe he's o- why is he open no one else is open yeah i'm like can you not see there's a camera on a tripod pointing at me i'm the only one in here give you're me a break you're on here and you're wearing a gown yeah Oh my god! I can't believe he's open. Yeah, like I saw when you were doing when I watched your video back, there is a bit of you. You kind of look out the window and as if to go like, hey, hey. yeah, yeah. No, I've never had. Um, I've had a couple of me- people message saying, "Are you open yet?" And I'm like, "Mate, I literally just put up on the Facebook page yesterday that we'll be shut until further notice." But like, do you not watch the news? <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. Or even like, even just you're just not on social media until you've come onto my page to to message me asking what if I'm open yet. Like, come on, eh? 
Like the world's the world's shut down. The button. I'm waiting to hear you'll from Davy. You'll be the first to know, mate. <laughs> you know, right. when the shop's open. Well, obviously disclosing who I work for. Um, obviously, I've been working for home and I work in the mobile phone industry, right? And we've been speaking to customers that are, that are shopping online and stuff, and you wouldn't believe the 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 gall of people coming out and saying, "Yeah, I can't believe your shops aren't open. This is a disgrace. I need my new phone." I'm like, is your old one working? Aye, right. Well, you can wait three weeks. Like, Aye, come on now. Still works, man. You know your what I mean? It's, it's absolutely mental. I had a customer um, complaining that their their phone never got delivered the next day. I'm like, right, cool. You know, there's a global pandemic going on right now, and people are dying. Like, I'm really sorry that you're not getting your phone right now. But yeah. I I don't understand where people's mind goes with things, and it's the same with the the whole furlough situation with a lot of people and in, in businesses and that as well. Like, you know, I'm seeing people complaining that they've been furloughed, and I'm just a bit like, being furloughed means you've got a job to go back to. Unlike you know, you guys right now, where you probably are in a bit of limbo where where your wage is going to come from, how long it's going to take you for your loans to come through, that sort of stuff. Whereas these people have just been told, tell, tell you what, we'll give you 80% of your salary guaranteed when you're meant to get it. Like, it's, yes. you know, I bet you if, if somebody offered you guys that right now and said, right, when you normally get your money in your bank, we'll give you 80% of it the now, you just bite their hand off for it. Of course, of course you would. Like, yeah. it's, it's madness. Like, absolute madness what, like, what people are putting into their priority yeah, um, the last the priorities that they have, like I, I genuinely think it's the same people that we're kind of talking about now. That you know, if the world went nuclear tomorrow, Russia, the states, everyone's just firing nukes off them. What do you mean I'm not getting my new phone? Yeah, <laughs> it's like getting your bloody bomb shelter now. Yeah, like you're about to be melted, and like, like what's my new phone? But these are the same morons that will be setting fire to 5G masts and then yeah. going, why, why, why am I not getting any signal? Because <laughs> some moron set the fucking mast on fire because they think it's causing coronavirus. You absolute fucktard. I mean, I don't understand. I think there, there was a BT engineer got stabbed because yeah. he, was, he was working on a tower and they just stabbed him. You have it's a lot. Where about, where about was that down south? That was uh, down down in London. But you got to imagine, like that guy's up there. Like he is, you know, the the mast is near enough his chest. If yeah. it was causing radiation, if it was causing this, that, and the next thing, do you not think BT engineers and you know phone mast engineers worldwide would just be dropping like flies? Well, they should, and they not know that it's imposed by the government to control your mind. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, but you said it yourself, James. That the one radiation, we're getting the fucking flu. We're not having radiation poisoning. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but no, no, David. Like, what's happening is they're turning on the towers, and it's turning on the flu, man. Turn on flu. When's the last time you hit a bong, David? Come on, hit the bong. Learn. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know that Boris Johnson's actually a giant lizard? Come on, man. It's. He was Honestly, in intensive that, care. He was hiding in his vivarium. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, that was the other one I liked. Yeah, Boris Johnson didn't really have coronavirus. All right, I sound, yeah. I'm sure that he was just off playing croquet in his back garden going, ha, oh, simpletons. Do you know, come out of intensive care with a haircut? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, me and David can't cut hair, but uh, Bojo's man's got the, got the in. What, what, He's you... in the wrong industry, lads. You need to get into politics. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck trying to cut his hair, man. That must be an absolute nightmare. Forget that. Imagine Trump. 
uh, one of the best Donald Trump ones was you see the guy that had the balloon and put the balloon above his head. <laughs> no, did, what did that really happen? The Trump pie. There's a video on YouTube about it. Oh, I need to watch that. He never got bloody shot, man. Right, guys, before we came on the podcast, I put on Instagram. I just um, asked if anyone had any questions. Do you want? Do you, I'll I'll ask them, and one of you could field them. Cool, let's go for that. How are you feeling about that, David? Right, go for it. Go for it. Right, let me see what we've got here. Right, okay. So here's here's an, here's a good one that I think we could all field. What are you doing to keep sane during the lockdown? Comes from Scott. Thanks, Scott. What, what, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> the question really is if any of us were sane before the lockdown, I think. But um, what am I doing? I'm doing very little, to be honest. Like, but, but I've been saying to my missus, um, it, the days are going surprisingly fast. But the main reason for that for me is we're moving house on the 30th of April we've been oh, given yeah, to go yeah. ahead as long as we stick to guidelines you know so it's just the two of us doing the move ourselves like yeah. keep away from everybody else we can move so just lifting couches and that yourself yeah unfortunately well um, that's just the way we're going to have to do it just because we're covered up family to go in office so a lot of the crap's out of the house now is literally just lifting some like you know lifting the, the couch and the wardrobe and all that stuff but yeah. so that's what's keeping me busy and playing a lot of Call of Duty and doing a podcast once a week but um that is what i've been doing i don't know what but you've been doing james what about i painted the kitchen i painted the kitchen i've been cutting my own hair doing videos of that taking the dog for a walk uh, and cooking I, I quite like cooking and it's not something that just given how much i work and other stuff i don't actually give myself time to cook nice meals been getting into that just a couple of them but yeah, that's that's really about it. And then farting about on the computer, learning some new skills and stuff. That's about it. Learning. We, yeah, I'd you? probably say Warzone. Um, obviously got a young kid as well, so if I'm not working, then she's been taking up uh, some of my time. And like you, mate, I actually did a bit of cooking. I made a, a leg of lamb on Sunday. Oh, Easter lamb. Oh, it was it was perfect, mate. Honestly, absolutely to die for. Um, so, no, that's, that's pretty much it. And I'm going to be honest, I've been doing a lot of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not something I generally do from home, but see, every night it gets like six o'clock and I'm could do yeah. with a little minute, like. So, <laughs> you know what, I am. Um... What is the, you know, people are finding a lot of things to do around the house that they would maybe be putting off. And I think that's really all people can do at the minute yep. to keep themselves sane. Oh, I pressure washed my patio. See, so, yeah, that, that was. Oh. That was my, that was my contribution. I wish I had a pressure washer. Like we've got, um, we we just rent the place that we're in the now, but the back doesn't see much sunlight, and the the back patio bit is so green with like algae and weird things. Um, I just want to get a power washer to it. And I've, Screw I've fix not got one. Still open, James. Screw fix. I know. Still I might need to get one. I might definitely need to get one. invest. See, see the drinking thing, right? I gave up drinking September after I had a hangover from hell, and I was like, "That's it. No more drinking. This is." This lockdown's broken me, and I've I've started drinking again, but it's it's been nice. I've I've enjoyed yeah. getting back to new. Cheeky little glass of red. Oh, I what was that? We we spar merlot. We spar merlot. Can I whack a little merlot? I'm more of a uh, Malbec guy myself, you know. Malbec. When, yeah, when I'm when I'm feeling cultured, but generally just lager or 
beer as Dave Tanzi's Aldi Peroni. <laughs> I need to, other, other budget supermarket beers are available before we get in contact with any advertising agencies. <laughs> I'll, I'll need to uh, get that, once we wrap up, I'll need to get that beer website off you again. What was it, Beer 52 or beer something? Beer 52. Beer 52, right. Um, one question, James. Give us another one. Right, so here's another one. Um, let's have a look. A lot of them are just taking the mic. Um, so here, here's one. Here's one that might inspire people during this lockdown. Where did you see yourself 10 years ago? Like now, I'm guessing. You know, like, where did you see yourself 10 years ago? I could look back. I know exactly where I was 10 years ago, but I think what he's trying to say is, 10 years ago, where, did you, where would you see yourself now? Did you see yourself where you were? Did you have expectations of where we would be right now so uh, i'm gonna try and not get too thing with this to um so 10 years ago well i would have recently found out that i was gonna have a baby at 19 years old so i was pretty shitting myself so i'd imagine as far as beamers go that's about the biggest beamer you could get yeah so <laughs> uh, yeah so i I was kind of thinking the whole world was going to end around me, uh, and Understandable, yep. I was just I was just at college doing a stupid degree in acting that was never going to go anywhere, um, and I had a part time job in ASDA, so it was a case of like at the time I've spoken about this loads of times. I'm not going to go into it, but like I was pretty much like I didn't see myself really doing very much apart from probably just working in ASDA, which isn't a bad thing at all. I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. It wasn't. It's not anything I ever wanted to do, but uh, and like. I'm a creative person, if we want to go that way, uh, I, and obviously I wanted to have some sort of creative outlet, and working behind a security desk and as there wasn't it, but that's where I was going to see myself in 10 years, but luckily I found barbering, and it wasn't as massive as it is now, and it wasn't as hard to get into as it is now, or as competitive to get in, it's not, it's not too much, to get, to get into it, it's not hard to get into, if you can, you can get into any barbering school, if you want to, if you're going to pay for it, anybody can get into barbering now. Yeah, we should maybe do an episode about that. Yeah, so, you know, if you want to get into barbering, it's not difficult to get into, it's a very competitive market once you're in, but at the time it wasn't, I was 23, uh, by the time I decided I wanted to do barbering, and it was a case I didn't think I was going to be able to do it because of my age, but um, obviously that turned out to be the case. And so I didn't see myself having a barber shop 10 years ago. Uh, and I didn't actually see my, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I've never had depression. I've never really suffered from anxiety, but that was probably the most darkest part of my life until I realized that, come on, you're going to have a baby man, get a grip. Like it's not doom and gloom. It's actually a good thing. And obviously, it has been a good thing. I wouldn't change it for the world. So that's where, yes, that's where I saw myself ten years ago. Yeah. Like now was just working as the trying to meet ends meet um, with a ten year old. But luckily, everything's worked out. Look at you now, Hunky Dory. Sipping on your Aldi beer. <laughs> exactly. Did you what, see what yourself it? ten years ago in a podcast with me, Dave? I mean, let's be honest. That's peak. Peak, mate. Peak. I, I just, I just, this episode three will be the final episode because there's no point in anymore. <laughs> Unless we get Greg and Ford on for chewing the fat slash still game, we can make a, a, a recurrent episode of that. If we oh, my, that. my phone's actually just went off. Um, it wasn't him. Uh, well, we still still open though, Ford, if you're listening. 
What about you, Lee? Where, where, ten years ago, did you see yourself um, being where you are now? Did you have any different ideas? I always thought I would end up in the police um, until I realised that I'm fat and slow, so I wouldn't get in. Uh, <laughs> probably ten years ago, I seen myself with a lot more hair than I have right now. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty lucky. I've got a good job. It's well paid. I've got a nice house. Lucky I have some a, a nice car. Um, I'm still with the same person I was with 10 years ago. So, yeah, I think that, you know, I, I, my life's pretty much panned out exactly how I'd like to have seen it. Um, nice. So, no, I'm, I'm happy. Good. Would you say you're comfortable now then? You're, you're not, you, you've no need to hustle, you've no need to change, you're quite happy where you are and, and you've got a path set out in front of you? Yeah, I think for me, like, I, I'm a pretty competitive person and I, I always want to progress as far as I can. I'm pretty career-driven. Yep. I've got goals and, and, and things that, you know, that I want to set. And, you know, I think that for where I am at 31, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Nice. And are you, back to the goals, are you one of those people, do you write your goals down? Or is it more just a mental note, like, I'm going to smash that in the next six months? Um, I think I'm, it's more of a mental goal for me. Like, I had a, a pretty bad spell in the last sort of year and a half with, with depression and stuff and it was more just about setting myself mini goals and things to achieve to, to get out of that yep. um, and then once I got myself out of that I was like right okay here's the next thing so I think that what had kind of happened was is like I'd always wanted to be a dad became a dad and then I was like right I've now achieved everything I want to achieve I own my house I've, 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 I've reached my peak in life and I was like shit where'd I go now so I think it's more important for me that if I set myself mini goals the things that I want to achieve even if it's you know, right, okay, I'm going to make X amount of money so I can save up and go on holiday or I can make X amount of money I can get my garden done or whatever, even if it's just small goals, but it's, it's enough to get me out of my bed in the morning. Yeah, good. And then those short-term goals, those mini goals, they fuel the long-term goals. And you, yeah, of course. You, and then reflectively you go, oh, holy shit, yeah, I've, I've actually done a lot in the past five years. Yeah, I th it's, one what, it's probably one thing that I don't do enough is actually take stock of what I have done. You know what I mean? I, I, yep. I'm, I'm one of these people that don't look at what I have achieved. I'm more looking at, right, why have I not achieved that yet? Whereas sometimes I should probably take a bit of stock and go, actually, you might know what? I'm, I'm doing really, really well. You know yep. what I mean? And it's very hard not... to do that, though. It is very hard. I get, I get a lot of stick for that. You know, like Lucy will point out things to me, and I'll be like, yeah, that's good, yeah. And she's like, that's fucking, that's amazing. What are you talking about? Yep. That's amazing. And you're like, yeah. Like, yeah. I find it difficult to pat myself on the back. Like, or to, you know, if you think about it, you, you hear about a lot about footballers when they finish playing football, they slip into periods of depression and stuff like that. Because, like, like for me, like I've hit, I feel like I, I hit quite a lot of my highs early on in life. Like I got married pretty young, had a kid pretty young, bought my house pretty young. So I kind of feel like I got, I, I hit all the peaks, and I was like, right, where the fuck do I go from here? Do you know what I mean? And I think that it's similar to footballers, you know, when you've been out and you've been playing in front of 50,000 people and then you go back to just scratching your balls at home, then, you know, you, you don't have that same aim, that same goal. So I think yeah. that it's important to set the mini goals as well so that when you achieve them, you're, you're actually ticking something off. You're, even if it's just a mental tick rather than writing something down, I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah. What about yourself, mate? Um, 10 years ago, do you know what? I was probably where David was 10 years ago without the pressure of a kid. I, I would have been, well, what am I now? 29? I would have been 19, farting about in college. I did, I left school, I went and did sound engineering at college, and then I did photography. And as we all know, sound engineers and photographers are the most minted people on earth. Um, 
so then after that i had no idea what i wanted to do i worked in shops restaurants you name it uh, call centers call centers made a lot of good friends in call centers and then um i ended up falling out. well i lost my job at call center and i was like i'm fucked i have no idea what i'm gonna do because it paid quite well it paid very well actually for a call center job and then the place where i went to go get my haircut spoiled hairdressing in cooper they were looking for a receptionist so i was like well i've spent you know the last two years answering phones i'm sure i could answer the phone for them and then i was in there for maybe about two weeks before i thought i quite want to get into hairdressing and then that opened the door to hairdressing and went into Barbara and then eventually got my own shop and stuff where, yeah, I probably fell victim to being like, all right, I've ticked all those goals. What now? You know? Um, yeah. So while looking back, yeah, I've probably achieved a lot. I feel like I've probably also stalled a lot as well. I could have probably done this all by the, the, the age of 22 if I had really applied myself. Um, but here I'm, you know, 30. I'm happy where I am just now. Um, and I'm always here at that. that that question i feel is maybe from someone that is where we've all been it's kind of like oh god what am i doing just now so do you know what hold hold rest in the fact that you know three guys have been in your position and you can achieve a lot you can achieve a lot and you can achieve a lot in 10 years and sometimes you know what you might not feel like you've achieved a lot you've got to look back to realize what you've achieved I think well that's a perfect note to end on but uh, thanks again everybody for listening if you've managed to stay in tune for the entire episode thank you Lee for joining us and uh, oh here's a test actually if you've listened to the end find us on Instagram um, at Jasper underscore James at David Butcher um, Harbarber Harbarber yep just at Harbarber on Instagram yep Lee Butcher's is Gillis G-I-L-L-I-E-S underscore eighty-nine. So find one of us or all of us on Instagram and comment um I don't know, what should they comment? Um, comment where you, fi- where, you, where you saw yourself ten years ago. And if you think that um you and if you feel that you've achieved something big or small, well, let us know. Yes, or how about a yes no to that? How about or or let's uh, have you achieved in the last ten years what you wanted to? Yes. If no let us know if you leave that note um, that's an open invite for us to get in touch and maybe just try and help you out a little bit definitely alright guys well um, thanks again for listening and we will catch you next week